Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. Well, good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills, and welcome to all of you who are visiting us today for our online worship service. For those of you who don't know me, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid, and I'm the senior minister at Unity of Farmington Hills. I want to give a shout out to our music team for that amazing way of ushering us in to this worship service by leading us in that song, One Thing Remains. It, that song is a soft but powerful 
song. I really liked singing that song. Thank you, Lauren, for putting up the lyrics so that we can sing along with you. I really do sing along. <laughs> it just makes me feel like I'm really a part of our worship service. So thank you to Nicholas, to Laurel, to Marie, Bernard, Michael, Carl, and Lauren for that beautiful performance. I'm going to share our announcements for today, and then we will continue with our service. So our Sunday Fellowship Gathering is today at 11 a.m., and I invite you all to join us, even if you're not a member. And our Monday Zoom house party is tomorrow at 1 p.m. And I want to thank those of you who have been participating since the day I started the Zoom house parties last year. It was a way to bring us together so that we could check in, so we could connect with each other, so that we could be inspired with the, by each other. And then also, most of all, so we could laugh and have some fun during this stressful pandemic. So thank you all who have been participating and thank you all who will be joining us tomorrow as well. You're always invited. Any Monday that you can show up, you're invited. We have Bible study on Wednesdays at 1 p.m., for those of you who are interested in going deeper into the spiritual meaning of scripture, bring your Bibles and join us. And then on Wednesday evenings, we have meditation at 7 p.m. Our meditations are usually very relaxing and peaceful. The next men's group meeting is on Thursday, at, which is March 18th at 7 p.m. And Peter Albertson is hosting as usual. He's the host of the men's group. I'm sure he has something amazing in store for you all. All of you men are invited to join and you can invite others to join the men's group as well. Our next family tri trivia game night is Saturday, March 20th at 7 p.m. Invite others if you feel, if you feel led to, that you think may want to have fun and join us. Last month, we had the Berry family win again. <laughs> Congratulations to the reigning champs. I want to thank Eileen Lindbergh for creating the trivia game night and for hosting it as well. I know you put a lot of work into it, and we appreciate what you do. Our next Critical Conversations meeting will be on Monday, March 22nd at 7 p.m. And everyone is invited to join us. And if you know of anyone who would benefit from participating or who would want to participate, feel free to share the link with them as well. On Good Friday, we are going to have a special service at 7 p.m. This service will be, we're going to, um, this service will be powerful because it'll lead us into and prepare us for Easter Sunday. The next women's group meeting will be on Sunday, April 11th. Instead of the first Sunday of the month, the next, next month in April, it'll be on the second Sunday of the month because Easter is on April 4th. So April 11th at 2 p.m. is when the next women's group meeting is. Please mark your calendars so that you won't miss it. Our speaker will be Elmarie Newson, who will be doing a presentation on balancing and energizing your chakras using healing touch El Marie has been practicing healing touch for over 25 years and I am sure this is going to be amazing presentation and I thank you El Marie for agreeing to and uh, uh, offering volunteering to to do this presentation for us I'm looking forward to it and on April 24th Carl Schluter will be leading a book discussion on his new book entitled Tulsa, The Unseen Stuff of Life. The book is uh, available on Amazon and you have plenty of time to purchase it so you can go ahead and read it and be a part of the discussion. I'm looking forward to that discussion. For all the links to our classes, our activities, our group meetings and our events and to sign up for our email blast, I invite you all to visit our website at unityfh.com if you don't see what you're looking for on the home page feel free to look at the calendar of events because matthew who's our business manager puts everything in the calendar of events as well to schedule an appointment to speak with me to talk to talk with me or to have me pray with you you may email me at senior minister at unityfh.com or 
feel free to call me at 248-737-9191. My office hours are Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. But I am available if need be after my office hours as well. You may also email your prayer request to our prayer ministry. That email is prayerchaplains at unityfh.com. After the prayer chaplains and I have prayed over all of our prayer requests, we will be sent, we usually send them to silent unity so they can be held in vigil for 30 days. I want to thank Roxanne Berry and Eileen Lindbergh for your sacred service as our prayer chaplains and as being a part of our prayer ministry. Well, this concludes our announcements for today. And now as we join our music team in singing Shirley to Presence, let us open our hearts and our minds for the, to hear the daily word and to go into a brief meditation. The Daily Word for today, Sunday, March 14th, 2021, is energy. The affirmation reads, The energy of divine life renews me. Will you affirm that with me, please? The energy of divine life renews me. And the message reads, How do I have the focus to achieve my goals? How do I have the strength to carry on through challenging times? How do I have the aptitude to learn, grow, and change when I'm called upon to do new things? At the heart of everything I am called to do is the energy to do it. I am a divine being and I call upon the power of God within me to channel my energy in deliberate ways. Divine energy is inexhaustible, unlike my muscles, which can tire, and my mind, which can feel frazzled. The power of God within flows through me unimpeded. In prayer, I claim divine energy and imagine it flowing through me with the force of a mighty waterfall. I am grateful for my renewal. And the scripture for today's message Today's daily word message comes from Isaiah 40, verses 30 through 31. Even youths will faint and be weary, and the young will fall exhausted, but those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. And now let us go into a brief meditation, uh, meditation. So I invite you all to gently close your eyes with me and take a deep breath. And now just allow your focus to float down into the center of your chest. Just allowing yourself to float into a deep feeling of peace. Becoming aware of the silence, the still small voice that is within you. 
and allowing that silence to open you up to hear God's message for today to receive it deeply within the recesses of your the deep recesses of your heart mind and soul and to be the expression of it in this world and take another deep deep breath and just for a brief minute or so let us just sit in the silence together And we thank you, God, for being that peace in the midst of this meditation as we open ourselves up more fully to feel your divine gift of love recharging us with your message. Thank you, God. Amen. And now let us affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible, one presence. One mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us affirm our growth affirmation together. And let's affirm it knowing that God is continuing to honor this affirmation and to not only in our church, but within our very being, the, the body, that our body that represents the church. Let us affirm it together. We give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. Thank you for affirming that with me. And now we're going to have our first special song entitled Peace Be Still. It'll be led by Laurel and I will be back with our message for today. I don't want to be afraid every time I face the way and I don't want to be afraid I don't want to be afraid And I don't want to fear the storm Just because I hear the roar I don't want to fear the storm I don't want to fear the storm
was a beautiful song I, I always love that song peace be still um i love the first time you sang it i was so excited <laughs> because i you listen to that song so often it's one of my favorites and so laurel thank you for singing that song leading that song i love your voice when you sing that song i love all of you when you um perform that song thank you all and thank you lauren for the video that you put to that it was beautiful it was uplifting and it was inspirational as it always is <laughs> so i'm gonna use a, a a joke that i found on my own i thought it was kind of funny so i'm gonna share it there's this guy driving in his truck on the road and he gets pulled over by a police officer and when a police officer comes to the window to talk to the driver he sees that there's some penguins in the back seat of the truck and he asks him why do you have these penguins in your truck? And the driver says, they belong to me. They're mine. The police officer says, you need to take them to the zoo. And the driver says, okay. So then next day when the uh, police officer's on patrol again, he happens to see the same truck drive by. So he pulls them over a second time. And as he's walking up to the truck and walks by the back window, he sees that the penguins are in the trunk ag truck again, but this time they have on sunglasses. So now he's super perturbed with this driver. And he says, I thought I told you to take them to the zoo. And the driver said, I did. <laughs> and today I'm taking them to the beach. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Oh, man. So 
I'm so I want to share this. Oh man, I'm I'm really in a deep place right now because God is really working with me. So March is the month of wisdom and unity. It represents our ability to intuit is our spiritual intuition is our ability our spiritual discernment our spiritual judgment and it is the spiritual knowing inside of us and the disciple that represents wisdom is james son of zebedee he's the brother of john son of uh, son of zebedee the area in our body where we have the most intuitive expression or where we're the most intuitive is in the gut is in the back of the gut and that is really a powerful thing because it has been proven that in the gut is that intuitive aspect of our our being so god is awesome how god's created that and that's why the gut is considered the second brain you ever heard yourself say i should have followed my gut um that really is the truth because they're the centers, the nerves and the, all of this, the, the area in the gut is very intuitive. I'll say it that way. And so today when I was preparing to, for today's talk, rather the prayer that came to me as I was sitting with God was the serenity prayer which is God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to things, change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And so the title of my talk today is The Wisdom to Know the Difference. But this is gonna be a three-part series. And today's series, The Wisdom to Know the, the Difference, is becoming aware of your thoughts because in order for us to truly live in an expression of oneness with God, we must truly heighten our spiritual wisdom. We must truly heighten our sense of knowing. We must truly be connected to the unction, the feelings and what we're guided to do by the still small voice. And where it starts is becoming aware of your thinking. And it is the wisdom to know the difference on which thoughts to follow in your life. And so the scriptures that I want to use today are connected to chapter four of John, verse four through nine. And this is the story of Jesus and the Samaritan woman. And this is a powerful story to me because this woman represents how it is that we can use wisdom or how wisdom shows up to share, to, to, to guide us in which thoughts to follow. And they're connected to Eve. Actually, the woman, is, the, the Samaritan woman is actually connected. Her story is connected to Eve's story in the Garden of Eden. And I'm going to make that connection. And I'm going to bring that connection together and bring it home. And we're going to use these two women through for the next three weeks. For today and then uh, next week and the week after. And it'll be Palm Sunday and we'll wrap it all together. M M March is also the month of women's history. And so this is connected to also women in the Bible. And so we're going to use the, the Samaritan woman and we're going to use Eve. So I'm going to read from the gospel according to John chapter four. I'm going to read verses four through nine. And this is in the New Living Translation. And then we'll dive right in. So this is verse four. He had to go through Samaria on the, on the way. Eventually, he came to the Samaritan village called Sakar, near the field that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Jacob, Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired uh, uh, from the long walk, sat wearily beside the well about noontime. Soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Please give me a drink. He was alone at the time because the disciples had gone into the village to buy some food. The woman was surprised for Jews refused to do have anything to do with Samaritans. She said to Jesus, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me 
for a drink. And so this is kind of deep because when you really look at this, let's look at the four components that are really important in this story that we're going to connect to the story of Eve in the Garden of Eden. So first of all, you have the village and the city in the, in the village. The village is, well, he's, he's going through Samaria. And Samaria, as he's walked going through Samaria, he goes into the Samaritan village of Sakar. Samaria represents the watcher or that part, that's the Hebrew word for it, watcher, guard, watch post, uh, is high mountain. Being on a high, high um, space of watching out is what it means in the Hebrew translation. Spiritually, Samaria represents our intellectual perception. It's the department of our objective consciousness that functions in the head. So it's intellectual thinking from a human perspective. And then Sakar represents, uh, it symbolizes a confused state of consciousness or a, a mixed state of consciousness. It represents idolatry and also duality. So why is this significant? Well, the Samaritans were actually Jews as well. They considered themselves Jewish. They followed the laws of Moses, but they were the part, they were the part of the Israel kingdom that got taken away and, and put in exile. And so they were mingling with other races, other people who of different races and religions, and they became um, entwined with that, with their, that those foreigners. So they began to have interracial relationships with them. They began to allow the foreign or Gentile religious beliefs to be a part of their beliefs. They started living mixed uh, with their Jewish traditions along with the foreign traditions as well. And so they are, were considered a mixed bag of, of traditions and beliefs. And so that is why it's duality because part of the time they were following Jewish traditions and part of the time they weren't. That's connected in a way to the Garden of Eden. So in the Garden of Eden, the story with Eve, you have the Garden of Eden, you have Eve, you have the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and you have the serpent. And so when you connect the city and the village in Samaria and Sakar with the Garden of Eden, the Garden of Eden represents a higher state of consciousness that is one with God, is the divine consciousness within man and woman. The Samaritan woman represents the soul that is mixed and living in dual consciousness, duality consciousness, using idolatry, mixing idolatry in with spirituality or Jewish traditions is not, is not disciplined to live according to Jewish traditions. Eve represents the soul that lives according to God's consciousness that is in tune with aware of the voice of God and follows and obeys it. Now this is before she eats of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, when we read this, we see that Jesus meets the Samaritan woman at a well at Jacob's well. And Jacob's well represents intuition, uh, in intelligence, but it represents a limited, limited intelligence and perception from a human perspective. And that is the well in the garden of Eden is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And that tree of the knowledge of good and evil represents duality. It represents being caught up in the, in the human expressions of the world, the five physical senses of the world. And even when the serpent talked to her and got, and mentioned to her, let, I'll go to that. Let's go to Genesis chapter three. 
verse one through three, Genesis chapter three, verse one through three. It reads, the serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, did you really, did God really say you must not eat the fruit of any of the trees in the garden? Of course we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat of. God said you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. So the well represents limited consciousness. I mean, limited intelligence and the tree, the knowledge, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil represents duality. Why is this connected? Because when Eve follows what the serpent, the serpent represents sense consciousness. The serpent represents the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. It represents being caught up in the temptations of the flesh. Once she got caught up in the temptations of the flesh, she moved into duality. Once she started contemplating that fruit and looking at the fruit on that tree, it shifted her consciousness. So as you're thinking about how God is guiding you today, is you start thinking about those things. There's two things to look at when you become aware of your thoughts. Are your thoughts leading you to think about God, think about something higher? Or are your thoughts leading you to thinking about satisfying your flesh? Are your thoughts leading you to the idea of contemplating doing something that is against what God has told you to do? What you feel in your heart through your wisdom, through the intelligence, the uh, knowing that you're getting from God to do those thoughts are ways in which we are guided through wisdom. Now, how is that important? How do we know the difference between these thoughts? And I want us to I challenge us to look at this deeply because that's how spirit gets our attention is through what we're thinking. And it'll, it'll do it in a way that'll either move, that'll move you up to a higher thought process where you move you to a higher consciousness of where you're going in the city of Samaria, in the village of Samaria, where Jesus is talking to the Samaritan woman, he says, give me a drink. Now that get, catches her attention. So when you become aware of your thoughts, become aware of the thoughts that are catching your attention. Because those thoughts tend to be the ones that you will end up following. In the Garden of Eden, the thoughts came from the serpent. The thoughts came from a human perspective. The thoughts led Eve's, started to guide Eve's, Eve's consciousness away from God and distract God, distract her from God. Remember, she represents the soul, the inner part of you. The soul is that part of you where that is your consciousness and your subconsciousness. That's so, the soul is the part of you that when you sit down and be quiet and you go within into your subconscious, you go on down into, inside of the soul. That is your common ground with God. That is your common ground with spirit. That's the part of you that feels the spirit side of you and also feels the human side of you. That is what the soul is. And when the spirit, when the soul is deeply rooted in the spirit side of you, you always do in the human realm what is guided by the spirit. Your thoughts are always led, leading you closer to God. Eve walked in the garden with God because in her mind, she was completely in tune with God. But it wasn't until the, the serpent, which represents your five physical senses, when you get caught up in your five physical senses and satisfying something in your five physical senses. And, and that starts to distract you and turn you away from focusing on God. Then you are not in the, in, in the, in the thoughts that, that you need to be in. And so that's where the wisdom to know the difference comes into play. 
So the first part of having the wisdom and developing the wisdom, developing the spiritual wisdom to know the difference on which thoughts to follow that are linked up with the plan that God has for your life. The first part of it is to always be aware of what you are thinking. Become aware of your thoughts. Become aware of the thoughts that catch your attention. And this week, that's what I challenge us to do, is to become aware of the thoughts that catch our attention. Are those thoughts that catch your attention leading you to a temptation of sinning where you get irritated with somebody because a a thought that catches your attention is somebody who cuts you off or who's driving too slow and your thoughts automatically come, this person is stupid or whatever those thoughts come or are your thoughts something like seeing something and sending automatically, you know what, I can stay in a space of patience. God is with me. Something's unfolding in this situation where even when things happen that are so difficult that you have no idea what to do, that your thoughts automatically come up. I know God is in the midst of this situation. I know this is not my battle. This is God's battle. I will ask God to show me what is mine to do and then let God do what is God's to do. During this week, this week of Lent, let your thoughts Become very, become very aware of your thoughts and see if your thoughts are guiding you into an alignment of a higher expression of God, which you will always feel peace and you will always feel love and you will always feel led to do something that is peaceful. Or are your thoughts leading you to where you, if you give in to that thought, the feeling, the words, the emotions, the actions will be something that will contribute to an uncomfortable energy inside of you. If you quiet yourselves down and become mindful of your everyday living, you open up into a deeper expression of your spiritual wisdom. You cannot have a sense of a knowing if you are not aware of what's going on inside of you. You cannot have a sense of spiritual knowing or spiritual intuition if you're not paying attention to what's going on inside of you. And so this week, As we begin this journey on moving into the developing the wisdom to know the difference of which thoughts to follow that are connected to the plan God has for our life. Let us become fully and keenly aware. Become aware of your thoughts. Now here, the Samaritan woman is thinking, why is he talking to me? Why is he talking? This is a Jewish person. Why is he talking to me? That caught his attention. In the story with Eve, what caught her attention is the question that was asked that was the opposite of what God told them. The question was, so God told you not to eat of any of the fruit of the trees in the garden? With the, the, did, did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? That caught her attention. It was a lie. So if a lie catches your attention, which in this world, we have seen it so many times that a lie has caught so many people's attention that it moved them off the track of what God's plan was for their life. God's plan for your life is always an expression of love. It is never ever, ever an expression of hurting another person or destroying anything. It is always walking in nonviolence and love. And so in the Garden of Eden, when Eve gets that thought that catches her attention, that thought is a lie. Pay attention to the thoughts that catch your attention. If they're a lie, You will feel the wisdom to know the difference that that is not a thought that I am to follow. It is not connected to God's plan in my life. Never will a lie be connected to God's plan in your life. God operates in truth. And the knowing that you get inside, that intuitive knowing that you get inside is always related and connected to truth. And not just truth, but the absolute truth that never changes about you, about God, about this universe, about spiritual law. And that is important for us to know, especially during this time of our life with everything that's going on in this world, especially in the United States, which connects directly to us. So this week, we're going to start off this series of the wisdom to know the difference by becoming aware of your thoughts. 
becoming aware of which thoughts are guiding you in the plan that God has for your life. When you pick up on a thought, this person is so stupid. I can't believe that that is a lie. When you pick up on the thought, God, I know this is your, you are behind the scenes. You are behind the scenes. No matter what's going on, I know you're always behind the scenes. That is the truth. Pay attention to your thoughts this week. Pay particular attention to your thoughts this week. And next week, we're going to dive more deeply into this. But that's the beginning of developing the wisdom to know the difference on which thoughts to follow and which thoughts to release as we move into following God's plan for our life. And so, God, I thank you for the beginning of this series. I thank you for bringing to our attention to start paying attention to our thoughts. That means we got to be completely mindful of what's going on inside of us, completely mindful of what we're feeling. And if we feel a feeling that catches our attention, follow the thought that's connected to it. Thank you for guiding us into that awareness and bringing us into this journey. In the mighty name and nature of that indwelling Christ, I pray. Thank you, God. Amen. So that's our assignment for this week. And we're going we're gonna to build on it next week. But our assignment in the first part of developing the wisdom to know the difference is to pay attention to the thoughts that catch your attention. And if they're a lie, your wisdom has kicked you and you pick up on it. You're starting to develop that intuitive part of you not to follow that thought. Okay. Whew. So now let us take a deep breath and breathe that in. First of all, and bring to mind as we go into our giving righteously segment, bring to mind the love offering that you have that that comes to to your mind that God is guiding you to give and that love offering we are mo still moving into giving righteously it's going to stretch you so that you put God to the test that as you give so shall you receive that the floodgates of God's blessings will open up in your life and let us affirm our love offering blessing together divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. And for those of you who are giving online, you may give, go to unityfh.com, click on the donate button in the upper right-hand corner of our homepage. And when it opens up, you can give through credit card, through debit card, or through PayPal. And remember, if you haven't already, connect your smile.amazon account to unity of Farmington Hills and Amazon will give proceeds to unity of Farmington Hills as a donation. Every time you make a purchase, they'll accumulate and quarterly they'll send the donations. I just got one for $32 and 48 cents that shows that's how much you, uh, Amazon donated to unity of Farmington Hills. And so I'm excited that you still get to donate even when you're purchasing stuff. If you're paying through a check, you may send your check to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And whichever way you choose to give, I always say this and I will always say this for the rest of the time that I am your minister. I am grateful for that. I thank you for that. I thank you. I thank, I'm grateful and thankful that our church is a church that is a giving church and that we are moving into giving righteously. So thank you for every way that you give of your time, give of your treasure and give of your talent to our church, our spiritual community. And thank you for every single way that you share your love with our spiritual community and with me. I'm grateful for that. And so as we in this giving righteously segment, we're going to have our second special song entitled always enough it'll be led by lauren and laurel and then i will be back with our closing prayer segment we're going to have our closing virtual prayer circle and then we're going to close with the prayer for protection so i'll see you in a little bit
drying weary land Lord you are the rain and in the sea of shattered one your love comes rushing in you hold the world Within your hands and see each tear that falls through every fire and every storm, you're always enough, always enough. Your love is peace to
Wow, wow, wow. I I I I can't say any more to that. <laughs> amazing song, amazing message, amazing video. Thank you for that. Thank you Lauren for the video. Thank you for the you and Laurel for the song for leading the song. Thank you all for the performance. It was amazing. Thank you. So now let us go ahead and move into our prayer, our closing prayer segment. So I invite you to gently close your eyes and take a deep breath with me. And just let your focus flow down into your heart center. Becoming aware of that one power and that one presence that exists within you. That peace and stillness within you is God. And bring forth the name of those people, whoever it is, the person or persons that you're praying with right now. Begin to call their names out into the circle or think them out into this virtual prayer circle. And God, as you hear my names that I'm sending out, and as you hear the other names that are being sent out into this prayer circle or called into this prayer circle, our hearts are standing in full gratitude of thanks and thanksgiving that you know the prayers before they have been even thought of or mentioned in our words into this prayer circle. And you know every single way the hearts of the people who we are praying with desire and need you to manifest in their lives and so we thank you God for the way that you your mighty ways that you are answering each and every prayer request and the way that is already answered right now and the way that you will manifest it in your right and perfect way in your right and perfect timing and in your right and perfect order and we're grateful for that and we're thankful for that God, I thank you for every person who contributed to creating this service today, putting it together, promoting it. And I thank you, God, for everyone who is in attendance right now and those who will watch later. Thank you for blessing each and every one of us in Unity of Farmington Hills and those who are connected to Unity of Farmington Hills. And God, thank you for blessing the world. We lift this prayer in the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ thanking you for your divine gift of love that loves no matter what thank you God thank you God thank you God amen and now let us affirm our prayer for protection together the light of God surrounds us the love of God enfolds us the power of God protects us the presence of God watches over us wherever we are God is and all is well. Eee, yes, it is. All is well. <laughs> so for those of you who are joining me after service today for our fellowship gathering, I will see you all in a little bit. For those of you who are not, enjoy the rest of your Sunday and the rest of your week. Remember, pay attention to your thinking. And for uh, those of you who have not, signed the subscribe subscribe to our youtube page i invite you to do so and to also like our facebook page again i am reverend kelly kincaid it has been a joy and a pleasure as i always say let us close out by singing the prayer for not the prayer for protection the peace song with our music team and i'll see you next time bye-bye
Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.